Good evening and welcome to tonight's show from DJN TV, Disc Jockey News TV. Tonight's show is brought to you by Electra Voice, DJ Event Planner, DJ Trivia, Odyssey Innovative Designs and Cases, NLFX Professional, Promo Only, and the DJ and TV Insiders. DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. Hello, everybody, and welcome out to uh, Monday Night Chat. And uh, John and I decided we come to you tonight to uh, give you a little lowdown, give you give you a little lesson learned, and uh, maybe uh, you can learn from our mistakes. Definitely, definitely uh, hope that all happens tonight. But uh, I do want to thank you very much again for taking your time out of your Monday evening to join us. Or if you're watching this later, well, you know, time out of your Thursday morning coffee break. I mean, whatever happens to be the case. Um, John, if you're getting some interesting messages from him, he quickly found out that if he puts a comment one place, it goes seven spots. So if you're like, what, who's he talking to? Like, there's no text there. Um, it, it's because John's just being fancy with his program. He's, yo, 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 Facebook people. Uh, yeah, I'm going to send that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, John. It'll be fun. I think with your kids, they would teach you how to be a little bit more. Um, no, 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 no. We're just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, you. Oh, you actually typed that in your. I got you. Yeah, exactly. Again, send it to, send it to all tonight because we got a lot of going, a lot of stuff going on. So, okay, so we we want to do that. Um, we're gonna go through our five things, and then after that, we'll we'll get that knocked out right away. Quick for those of you who want us to get into content, and then after that, we'll kind of kind of riff a little bit about some of the uh, the past events here. We've had a few events since uh, so far in this early season, and uh, we can kind of talk about some some good and some bad in kind of the latter part of the show. So excellent. So let's get into it. Uh, Dan, we had a list. Yes. A list. And is it going to pop up for me? It is for me. Okay. I think. So which one, which one do you want to start with? Grab one of them and, and uh, while I'm, I'm bringing that list up and then we can, we can talk about Uh, which disaster. The very first idea is if you're going fishing and there's a lightning storm, don't do it with a metal boat, but that had nothing to do with weddings. But let's, let's review this because there's an an applicable part to this, which is not part of our, our five, our, our five tonight. This past weekend in a tent, 
Um, and of course, the tents are big metal poles, big aluminum poles all the way through. And in this particular case, I was looking at this because we had a thunderstorm that was brewing out west about two hours of us. I'm looking at this. So you've got the, this particular one had six little spires or whatever you would call these little peaks or points. And that's a, a big, uh, you know, 12 foot aluminum pole there. And then it's on this cross thing with this the, of cables, which are metal cables, into a metal turnbuckle into the corner, which is down another. So we've got aluminum standing up there, a good 20, 25 feet high, and we have we have thunder and lightning coming in from about two two hours away, or, you know that distance. And it was it was continually building, but it never got any closer. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, where does our our I don't want to say liability, but maybe we'll use that word. Where's our our responsibility as, as DJs, because obviously I'm one of the few sober ones in the tent to be able to go and, and look at the weather and say, huh. And, you know, when I was coaching or even officiating, you know, as soon as you saw a flash in the sky, you know, we're out of here, you know, you're, you're off the field. That's just, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've, you've run into the same thing with uh, little league and things. Yeah. Uh, where, as a DJ, I mean, let's face it, that would be the ultimate, not ultimate disaster, but one of the big, big ultimate disasters if all of a sudden we have, you know, and we have, you know, all of a sudden people with, you know, spiky hair, especially if they didn't have any hair. Now they have spiky hair because of, of lightning. And I, I just wonder, um, and that's something I'd be really interested to hear what you, what you guys are thinking. You know, where does, as, as, you know, where we should be saying, hmm, you know, can we leave that decision to a bride and groom who may be intoxicated and impaired? To say, oh yes, <laughs> we can keep going. I, I I struggled I struggled with that one because not that my bride and groom in this particular case weren't uh, weren't drinking, so I wouldn't there wouldn't have been a problem. They would have been the first ones to get people out of the tent. But I have been at those weddings where oh, oh you know we're having a great time, and they're very intoxicated, and it's like oh that's at least ten miles twenty miles away. Why should we? Yeah, lightning can do weird things. Yeah, I, I wonder. From the tent companies, I mean, do they, you you would think that with that type of a setup, are these getting struck? Because oftentimes they're put up a couple of days in advance and something could come through. You don't really hear them talking about damage to them. I, I like, I have a friend of mine, uh, one of the venues I work at often, they've probably got four or five different tents that they will often put up. And the only thing I've heard of has been like, you know, like not quite hurricane strength, but like something very close to it that just ripped the whole thing and sent it. Yeah. But nothing like taking lightning strikes. So I wonder, does this even happen? Would it be something we'd have to worry about? Cause it's not like being open like little league or, or when you're talking about coaching and being in the field. Yeah. I, I, I just don't know. This is an interesting, an interesting area. And I, I probably should spend more time looking at that because the wind, you know, that's obviously that's a, an easy one and heavy mm -hmm. rain. Most of the tents can handle that. Yeah. So anyway, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't jump to any conclusions. I, I think our liability, not liability, but our, our responsibility, responsibility. There we go. Lies more on the fact that we're the sober person more so than that. We're the DJ slash leading the party. Yeah. I, uh, that probably that, that sober person is what we're after. So, um, so after that, and then, so we'll, we'll not, we'll pass on the boat. Um, one of the, one of the things that I had, was it three weeks ago? is uh, our first disaster is in, and I just referred to it in the notes as over, an overheated bride. In that particular case, I had a bride who just had gotten, who's getting, uh, it was a hot, humid day. Uh, she wasn't in the greatest physical condition and she became, uh, she had uh, started to some early signs of heat stroke. 
Um, this is this is something that I think as we're getting more and more events that are in tents or in barns. You know, Dan, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Air conditioning isn't in most of these facilities, and now we have to deal with that. And and that um, for those of you who, who checked out uh, the channel today on YouTube, there was a uh, I put a video up talking a little bit about one of my my potential precautions for that. Um, Dan, what has that been a problem? Have you noticed that you've had couples where they have struggled with in the warmer weather, or is that have you have you seen that? Not necessarily. Uh, no, other than when I've had these situations, the, the couples and the and the people tend to be a little bit more chill. Like mm-hmm. we're not we're not getting them up and partying because they know that they can't handle it in the heat. Um, I personally have been having more of a problem lately. Uh, I, I, in fact, it's on my to-do list for, for the next couple of weeks. I want to research a, a cooler suit and not just because my style is horrible, but because I need something better for the, better to handle the temperatures. Um, my, my wedding on Saturday was indoors, but our AC, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. The AC went out among everything else. Um, yeah. and so I'm just dripping, just, just dripping wet. Um, and, and my head, I'm thinking, now, for this particular event, that would not have help, helped, but, you know, a fan of some sort is almost, I think, becoming a necessity to keep with you for those hot moments. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I will even say, even some of my venues that I would expect to be, uh, to have air conditioning and be running it quite well, I don't know if they're just cutting back or if they're, the systems are just not keeping up. Yeah. But it's just like, I like nice venues and I'm like, I'm roasting. Like, what's wrong here? Well, and because of the heat and things being that thing, I, this is something actually I just I picked up not too long ago. It's a simple little personal fan, nothing fancy about it. it you know, it's got the little little t- roll it up and such. What I liked about it, this is a rechargeable one, so you can plug it into a micro USB, charge it up, and it will last the whole show because it's got that uh, that big battery that uh, that Howie would know what the number of this battery is, but I don't. <laughs> Anyway, what this, what's why I went with this particular one is in our cases, our ProX cases, they've got those little holes for the wires to pass through. It sits right in there, and you can turn it. And then, so this is all that's, this is all that's showing, and it's just enough to give you that little little air circulating past your face. And unfortunately, because heat has been affecting me more here in the last couple of years. Saturday it was it was kind of humid, a little sticky, but I mean it was it was seventy. But you could just feel as you stepped away, it's like oh da, da, da. but getting that little air moving helped tremendously. So that's actually I think a fifteen dollar investment right there. That for my personal for those in between times, I'm going to I, I can throw that in my backpack. It goes in right next to my headphones, and I'm good to go. Now the video I did earlier today, I have a bigger fan, you know, not a huge one, but it's like a ten-inch uh, fan that uh, a Honeywell Turbo one that moves a lot of air, and I want that for under the table so I can blow up. And I think Dan, you mentioned you have a fan similar to that. Not yet, but I'm getting one. Okay, <laughs> after everything that's been happening lately, I am definitely getting one. Yeah, and and one of the things as I was looking at that uh, and thinking about the bride a couple of weeks ago is that if I could have had two of those fans like that. I could have put those under the table. And of course, because of the inverter thing we've been talking about, I could have literally put two of those under the table and had those blowing up towards bride and groom on low. And they would move some air up from the bottom and kind of help to keep that air circulating with them. 
And yet I wouldn't have had to run extension cords and be taping it down. I could have literally just walked up there, boink, 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 put three things down, plug them in, turn them on and let them go. And that might have, in her case for that, her with the wedding, it probably would have helped her during that dinner time because she, she like took two bites of, of dinner and she sat there and she's like, okay, I feel like I'm getting, and she drank a little bit and she, because she was, she was hydrating all day, but it just didn't help. And it wasn't because she was drinking alcohol. It was just a hot, humid day. So the overheating of the couple and being able to move air and such to them might be a really good idea for you know to have that option. I was at a venue last summer where they had these huge barn fans, you know, these four foot blade barn fans. And they turned those things on and they were blowing them across the across the room at the head table both of them were aimed towards the bride and groom well it's kind of like sound if i've got a strong wind coming this direction and i got a strong wind coming this direction where they hit and they meet which happened to be right where the bride and groom were you've got basically this dead zone where they're like oh we've got them covered from both directions no you don't you've got them in this 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 weird you know, if, if there would be more humidity, they probably have some sort of a, a, a storm cloud building right <laughs> above them. Uh, just sometimes people don't think, and it might be something to add to your arsenal to have something you could do to help help out to keep your couples from overheating like that. I've seen a lot of people, and you talk about that as, as they've used it at, I don't want to say they use it as a selling point, but like they've used it in some reviews like they, there's reviews that have been posted where the dj just saved us and there's like a picture and the bride is like standing over top of the fan or whatever nothing yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly to get that to get that relief having that feature you know thinking proactive definitely definitely good excellent how's got it how's i'm surprised nobody's asked for it yet do you have details on that little handheld rechargeable one that you have? Um, I'm going to other put... than other than Howie, who told us what the battery number is. Yeah, he did. Where was he did? Where was it? One eighty six fifty. Oh, didn't it show up on my? It didn't show up on my chat. I'm so disappointed. Oh, there it is. One eight. Oh, it was way up there. Yeah, <laughs> Howie's pretty quick. Um, yeah, I'll put I'll put a uh, I'll put the link in the description. It was something that I picked up from Amazon. The Comfort Zone. Da -da -da. Ooh. There's a couple of other companies, uh, Comfort Zone. Obviously, they're importing Chinese versions from China. There's a couple of them that were not using that type of battery because I, I I wanted that so not only could I recharge it, but if I yeah, I had to, I could pop it out and put a new one in. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's because I've got some of those big batteries. Those, hang on, the eighteen six fifty batteries. I have some extra of those. So. Thank you, Hal. <laughs> Okay, let's move off to move off. So obviously, overheating a could be a big disaster. So if we can help to avoid that, yay rah rah. Um, let's jump to uh, let's talk about the emergency kit because actually, since once you brought that up, I saw two different posts on Facebook with people referring to this today. So I don't know if, if Facebook you know realized you and I were going to talk about that tonight and wanted to beat us to the punch, or if it just so happened that that was the big thing. So kind of go into that a little bit, Dan. So this is something that I've heard about different different times. Um, just different. Um, oh my gosh, I'm suddenly blanking on his name. Uh, Breakfast with the Game Master, Scott Favor. Thank you. Uh, I, I remember Scott. I couldn't remember last name for a second. <laughs> uh, he is one of those guys that promoted this a while back, and and probably was one of the first people I really saw that promote gave this idea of having a kit to not only protect yourself about any of those things that might come up, but also for your couple. So for example, uh, safety pins, you know, you were setting up or we're bending down, we're moving, 
uh, our pants might give out. And the last thing we need to do is kind of be showing everybody our, our tidy whities um, Or, you know, you have a bride who, uh, you know, her, her loop or whatever that holds on her dress suddenly decides that it doesn't want to hang on to this dress anymore. So a safety pin to be able to keep it up for her or whatever might happen to be the case. I had a bride um, last week who the strap right here that was, no, it didn't really hold her dress up. It was more decoration than anything else, but it ended up just snapping, like just mm. breaking right on her shoulder. Um, so they ended up rigging some sort of, of safety pin in there as well. So just having those kinds of things in your emergency kit, and you could actually search uh, throughout uh, even just, you know, DJ emergency kit, and, and you're going to come up with lists and lists and lists. I know guys that carry, you know, big toolbox size emergency kits and so just keep it in your trailer, keep it in your, in your vehicle uh, so that it's available should, should it be needed. But um, I, I, what I thought was interesting, what I never would have thought of was what you came back with, which was the idea of, especially to the, that rip clothing was black and white duct tape or even gaff tape. I mean, I thought I was like, that's kind of almost extreme, but in the same respect, that's probably going to be a little bit quicker and, and for lack of better terms, hiding it better mm -hmm. than maybe a safety pin might. Um, yeah, especially upon where that rip might be. Yeah. To a point. Yes. I actually had one wedding where, where the groom had ripped out his pants in the crotch area and he had, I don't remember a colored underwear. So it was, it was apparent and it's like, all I have is that. And that, that was before I was carrying a sewing, a sewing kit with me. Um, because I've got a, a little sewing kit that I picked up at Walmart that has like four needles and it has uh, black and white and gray and red and green, whatever, you know, just a little bit of thread before, but that's all I had. And I gave it to the groom and he's like, can I go and I'll be right back. Go do. So what he ended up doing is he went and he uh, taped the inside. Let's see. How did he do this? He, he made, he, he took one piece of tape and had it, had it inside his pants that was not not sticking anywhere. And then he covered that up with two pieces of tape and he taped that to the inside of his pants going down to the, the rip. And then as a secondary, he took another piece of tape and taped it basically over his underwear in that area so that if the other tape pulled out, at least it was black. And sure enough, after about half an hour, the other piece of tape kind of came through, fell out. But because he had taped his underwear, you didn't see the color that there was. And he hit, and he told me this later at the end of the night. He goes, yeah, you know how I was telling you how I did this? He goes, yeah, that one piece came out right away. But nobody knew because the black pants and the black. Uh. So, yes, that was, a, uh, that was a, a, a very sticky gaff tape that we were using at the time. Yeah, Dollar Tree sewing kits, uh, uh, Robin's talking about, they're about a buck. And that's, the, that's easily the best, uh, best way to uh, deal with that. And, of course, as... Uh, yeah, the kid help fix buttons and such, but yeah, the, the, the safety pins. And if you are buying safety pins buy the multi-size packs, so you have smaller and larger because there are times where you need a bigger one. And there's been times where I've needed a smaller one. So I think in the, in the Dodge, I have my truck that I use for DJing. Um, it's, it's what that's basically Jimmy refers to as his Oh crap bag, which of course he tried to, he tried to post it twice and Jimmy that gets caught. So you can't use that word. <laughs> use Oh shucks bag. That will get you there. Uh, but anyway, that, uh, my Dodge is that bag. I mean, I carry some things in, in with my uh, DJ backpack, but some of the bigger things are out there. And that's where I have the, the, uh, repertoire of different tapes, different color tapes and, uh, 
the safety pins. The sewing kit's inside with me, but anything that's a little bit larger that I just know I don't want to have to carry around with me is out there. I feel like we could almost do a whole show just on the things you could include in your emergency kit. Oh yeah, for sure. We wow. have, we, yeah, Ben did a nice job with his, but his was for the tech guy, not right, for right. the uh, wedding DJ. So yeah, maybe that one will be one we should put on our, our repertoire for, or on a schedule for a future one. So, so anyway, um, yeah, that's, that is something having that bag and uh, such for the emergencies. Because let's face it, if the bride's dress loses loses something and is falling apart, that becomes a mini disaster. Or the groom's pants and he's not wearing any underwear on under the, yeah, that would be a major disaster. <laughs> you know, and, and it's one of those things that oftentimes a lot of things that we do, we do behind the scenes. People don't know. And it's one of those one of those adages, you know, you don't often get credit for the things you do. You get you get slammed for the things you don't. A saving saving your couple from for a situation like that that's only become something that you are now the hero like yes you could have played every single song wrong that night probably and they would think of you as a complete hero because you saved them from being embarrassed on their wedding day mm-hmm. um, you know, just having that having that tucked away i think is is awesome and part of that is the the uh and i haven't had this in the last couple of years but the safety pin with the wedding dress when it, the all of a sudden the, the connections for the bustling came apart broke what have you and couldn't hold the dress they were it seemed like they're i don't know five maybe seven eight nine years ago there was a summer that i had that happen multiple times and at the time i was carrying safety pins with me all the time and he popped those and it's like oh my gosh you'd think i you know saved the world because now she her dress they could pin it up and she was able to function and dance again so yeah maybe maybe i should move those back uh back yes joe there's commando at weddings all the weddings i do that's a requirement you know on my contract it's a uh it's a writer. Wait, no, no that's that's a. Um, you got some very interesting weddings there. Yeah, there, exactly. So. We do. We we are we are really into uh, into the eclectic, unique weddings up here. So, uh, I want to come back. I want to kind of wrap up with power at the very end. I want to use that one in, okay. there. Um, let's talk about computer issues, and uh, okay. what to, how to how to handle that. One of the big disasters, and I've actually um, at two of my recent events, and the, this was. This is me being kind of stupid. If you have a, a Mac and all you Mac haters line up, you're going to get your moment here. Just line up. Just get ready to type something. Actually, get ready to type, see, I told you so. Okay. So if you have a Mac and when they do system updates, which it could be a full system update or it could be a security update, generally they have to restart. They download, they restart, and then ASL, and they restart again, and then the A-Life is good. If you are DJing with it, or I started up to add music to it, and then it says, hey, um, we have a software update. Do you want to deal with it? And it's like if I click and go restart, most of the time it works fine. Occasionally they won't, and yet it'll restart, and then there's and you think everything's good. But there was what it ended up doing is it downloaded the it downloaded the the uh, what it needed to do to install the new operating system, but it just didn't do it completely for some reason. And I've had this happen to me twice so far this year. It downloaded. I thought it would be great, and everything was good. I um, I, I reopened um, the computer. Yay, rah, rah. Closed it up. Get to the show, and it opens up. Now it thinks that it's going to install that update at a show where there's no internet. Not that that's a big deal, because it should have been downloaded everything, but it didn't fully download the, the file. So now it's locked up and saying that it can't find the proper disk, and it can't do this, and the laptop is just basically dead on my MacBook Pro. Well, because I'm a Mac person, I'm, hang on, I'm just, see, I told you so. Oh, that was you. 
anyway, so because I'm a Mac person, I know that all I have to do is restart it. Um, I have to change the, the, I can go up into the menu and I can go and pick the startup disc and go back to the original disc instead of the disc image. And I can start and then throw that away and everything's good and I can function. But the first time of doing that, if you wouldn't be that, if you wouldn't know how to do that, like I was thinking, gosh, when I had staff, they would have seen that and they would have freaked out. They would have not known how to deal with it. And then for me to try to fix it remotely would have been not impossible, but it would have been very tough because it's like, okay, now go up to the top and click on the, the, the blue apple in the upper corner. Do you see the blue apple? No. Oh, is it a black apple because of that iOS? Yes. That's it. it would have been that kind of a game. Go down to that and then click on that and then go to that sub menu and click on it. So computers locking up can be an issue. And that was the Mac part of it. PC, I know that, uh, I think I remember, Dan, you talking at one time about an update, and, and uh, that, was, that was kind of a frustration on your part, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, any time, I mean, the adage is, you, you always want to be prepared. You always want to say, I'm going to update beforehand. And, and I've had where I've tried to do the update on a Monday or Tuesday, so that way I know the entire week, so that I can check it, and make sure everything's going to work and everything's fine. And it won't tell me that there's an update. Everything's fine. Friday, I get an email from the bride that says, oh, we need such and such a song. And you go, oh, I've got to add that to the computer. Uh -huh. Okay. We've got five minutes. I load it. Boom. Turn it off. Think everything's fine because nothing showed me update, but it downloaded something without I realizing it. You get to the, you get to the event, you turn it on and it goes updating. What updating? Like there wasn't supposed to be an update. Like what? Like that's happened to me a couple different times. And I will say, if you are a Windows 10, so John John gave his little plug for Mac. I'm gonna give my little plug for PC for just a moment. Um, I use a lot of Mac stuff, but I, for my DJing, I use Windows. So there is a way to set your internet up as a metered device. Okay. Because you can't turn updates off now. That's the thing that's stupid. Oh, you can't. Oh. You can't. Like it won't allow you to stop it. So the workaround is you tell it that the Wi-Fi that you're using, like you set up for all of your Wi-Fi is to be metered, which means you're technically paying for the download. Right, right. So it won't download anything automatically. Ooh. You have to force it to do it. Um, since I've done that, everything's been great, except for when I get on a new Wi-Fi and I forget to set up the meter part. But. So you have to you have to set it up. If it finds your home Wi-Fi, you have to set it up. If you go to a venue, every time it sees a new one, you have to return it on. Every time you every time you decide to get, yeah. So like, if, if, I, first off, I don't hook up to my venue's Wi-Fi, but let's assume for a second that I did because I needed to but for some reason. At the how last do you second. stream your YouTube songs? Well, that's that's another talk for another time. That's, that's the other show. All okay. my secrets away. Use my phone. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, so when I'm doing those, the, the, the event or the places where I'm going to go on to, I, I make sure that I set that up. And then you, then you kind of also do it to where you tell it you wanted to do the, you wanted to do the updates at like three o'clock in the morning. So you have kind of a double backup to make sure that it doesn't automatically download those, download those when you're not ready. But we're not talking about how you prevent this from happening. We're talking about how you handle it if it does. So, so Let's talk backup. Backup. What's exactly. what's a what's a potential possible backup? What are you using for that? So I have I have an iPad that I've had for years. I think it might be the it was the first time they called it the new iPad. Um, I have one of those, and I use I had that hooked up all the time 
running two different things. So first off, I, I use it because I use it to control my lighting, whether I'm using um, the Bluetooth feature for, for my new four bar or whether I'm using it for, I, I use Show Express, so I have the live mobile, I think is what the app is called, mm -hmm. um, for firing all my scenes. So that's hooked up, ready to go anyway. And then I just have DJ, DJ2, I think is what I'm using, yeah. uh, the app with it just loaded with a couple songs. I have a fast one, I have a slow one, and they're loaded, ready to go. Um, and I think I have the top 200 from somebody's somebody's list or whatever right. on the computer. Emergency gives me a chance to kind of say, okay, buys me time because then I have a backup laptop in my backpack and an external hard drive and all that. So I can get that up and running while I'm messing with that. So I don't want it necessarily to be my, my, to try and get me through an entire evening. I want it to get me through the next 10 minutes while I can mess around and figure out what's going on. So you don't have your, you're not, so I've seen some guys that have on our, on the top there, they've got both laptops set up, you know, the main and the backup. So you're just one. And if that goes down, oh no, pull it out, new and in playing from iPad and hopefully you're good to go. Yeah. So on my slide, on my, um, slide, slide rail, I've got the, the computer on my left side and I've got my iPad on the right. It fits both of them really nicely without being too big. Mm -hmm. And and what's nice is I can even just lay the iPad flat um, because I'm not really, you know, I'm, I don't need to see it. I'm not using it for a monitor. I'm just using it to trigger some things. Um, so that's that's where I use mine. To me, the two laptops, unless you're using like, a, unless you're using a smaller screen, like a 13 inch screen, I just feel like it's too big. Sure. Um, to, to me. And, and some guys are gonna be like, no, it, it's great. And, and I'm not knocking you, please don't. I'm just saying personally, I feel like two laptops side by side um, is big, but I've even seen some guys who do that and run deck like one and two on one screen and three and four on the other. And they're like doing some fancy stuff that I'm not even trying to. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's way beyond my, my uh, skill level or whatever. Uh, but I, I've never set up both of them and I've seen someone's like, hmm, should I? And it's like, you know, I can get on a microphone and I can talk for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so what, if you're not using the two computer system, then I think you've mentioned before in the past also with, with everything you Mac, I'm assuming you're using an iPad. Yeah, I've got an wow. iPad. I've got one, I've got a, uh, an iPad mini, the mini four that runs my lights, whether it's running the DMX uh, bridge app, or if it's running the Bluetooth, it's running lights. Um, then I've got a regular size iPad that I'm using, an iPad Pro that could do the music side. But on that one, I have I've got all of my uh, I've got all my music on there. Uh, that was my most requested songs. I pulled those off again last year and put them all into a folder and then transferred them all over. So the iPad's got I don't know three three thousand songs on it, something to that effect that it has on there. And then I also uh, have dj pro and i have spotify so if i have internet and have that and with spotify and i have done a couple of shows where i've just used the ipad just to prove i could do it um you know just some small backyard type shows which which you know okay i have my laptop over here if i need it but let's see how far i can get with the ipad <laughs> and i had uh, that particular time i only had 100 songs that were down i wanted to see if i could do it with my 100 songs and spotify could i dj a full show and yes i was able to do a four-hour show back and forth between uh, Spotify and my hundred songs because the way it was, it just wasn't working and, and I didn't have enough bandwidth to be able to stream uh, to uh, Spotify back to back. I had to go back and forth, but anyway. So yeah, that's um, in my backpack. I have the two iPads. I have my MacBook Air and I have my MacBook Pro. MacBook Pro is the main one. 
MacBook Air as the backup. And I would do similar to what you're doing uh, down there is, is I would go boom, boom, boom. And uh, and off I go is to flip them if I needed to. A little, little advice if you attempt to do the DJ app and Spotify. Um, this is a lesson that I learned just to see if I could do it. Kind of where there's like, yeah, let's see what happens. Um, you actually have to be connected to internet yep. for the DJ app to work with Spotify, even if you have downloaded the songs within the Spotify app. It won't work without internet. It won't, yes. And it's like, sorry. And if you, if, with with Apple Music, if if you download the songs, you can actually download playlists and different things for Apple Music, music that you can listen to. I don't think any of those are accessible through, um, I don't think those those songs you download just to have access on your device are accessible. But if you buy them, I believe that they're accessible. Yes. But yeah, bought songs you can. But yeah, the because um, on on my uh, was it on my phone or my tablet? I went through and it's like, oh my gosh, they've got this great '70s playlist. And because I have Apple Music, it's like, oh, download them for offline use. <laughs> you betcha! And I went through there and I downloaded like six, seven hundred songs. And my my thought was is like, okay, I'm gonna get these nice clean versions of these songs, as far as clean meaning um, quality uh, rips and such of the tunes. Because some of those older ones, I did, my rip was like a 128. Bleh. So it's like, oh, I wanted, and then I went into, it's like, why can't, it, why isn't DJ finding any of these songs? I was so sad. I cried a little bit. No, I cried a lot. It was pretty sad. Anyway. And then you got out of your computer and did it. Left and then I, yeah, and then I went on the computer and, and went back to YouTube and started streaming songs off YouTube and everything was great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, let's see. What's our next one? Um, cars. This was, this is an interesting one vehicle disasters with vehicles um i haven't had this yet and and i knock on wood i knock on wood part of part of my and i i've had staff who've had this one uh part of the reason why is that i don't believe in letting tires on that vehicle that truck in there it has super expensive tires and when they get down to about half their life which the guys are like oh you got another thirty thousand miles on these tires nope sorry sir where are you placing them but you don't, I'm sorry, sir, we're replacing them. But you, it's like, which one of us is paying and which one of us is making money on this transaction? We're getting new tires. I just, I had one flat on the freeway years ago and I never want to have that happen again because it's just a pain in the butt and it'll happen when it's, it's dark, it's rainy and there's scary people coming up behind me. That's, I don't know why. So, it's my scary people thing. But it can be interesting. I mean, here's the downside to it. I mean, whether whether you talk about letting go bald or whether it's um, whether you pick up a nail, yeah, or, yeah, there's or so many possibilities. Like that I mean, it, it happens. I have a, a friend of mine who their trailer. I mean, out of nowhere, the tire. I don't know. They pick something up, but the tire, like when I when they showed a picture of them having to change it on the side because they went, uh oh, I don't even have a tire change. You know, I don't yeah. think for my trailer. Um, like, I think it looked disintegrated. Oh, yeah, shredded. Yeah. So, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, John's idea, you know, making sure the vehicles in your car are, are up to date. You definitely want to make sure you're doing that almost, almost ahead of the game, if you will. Um, but then in addition to that, your trailer tires, you know, if you're, if you're hauling a trailer, make sure that you're up to date on those. Make sure you're, you know, you're doing the torque that you're supposed to do. Make sure you're doing the lube on them that you're supposed to do because a lot of times we don't think about it because it's just like, Oh, I take it out once a week or I take it out twice a week. And 
I put X miles X amount of miles on it, and the rest of the time it just sits. All the more reason to make sure you're checking that out and, and keeping that up to date. And um, you know, for what they cost, a spare tire from say Harbor Freight or something like that would be would be worth its weight in gold should you ever have an issue. Um, the other thing that I, I'd recommend is is make sure you know we can always we can always Google it and everything else, but um, YouTube or not YouTube, sorry, U-Haul. Make sure that make sure you've got a number for U-Haul or or Rider or someplace that you can rent a truck from, yeah, um, if a needed. box truck of some sort. That you know something goes down. Listen, I'm going to ditch my vehicle on the side of the road. I'm going to you know put put all the notes on and say I'm coming back for this tonight. Please don't tow it. Um, you know I had to go get a had to go get a replacement tire and then you know get to the get to where you need and unload it. But part of that's going to mean you're also going to have to make sure you're leaving early enough that should one of these disasters type of thing happen, you've got time to mess with it. Yep. And you're not suddenly going, I was supposed to be there, you know, an hour ago and I couldn't make it because I got a flat tire because yeah, things happen and the right couple might understand that, but the wrong couple's not going to be happy that yeah, you were an hour late. It's never going to be, yeah, it's never going to look good. Even with the right couple, there's always going to be that in the background and you don't want that. In my situation, um, we have, we, I've got the main truck and then we have our expedition that uh, is in the house there. And I like to leave if I'm an hour out, I want to make sure that if I get within five, five miles or so, and if I have to, I can call, I could call Lori and say, oh, oh, something happened. And she would have enough time to get there, throw the gear in and then get to the venue and still set up on time. I might be getting, you know, I might still be, uh, you know, in, not in the tuxedo before they come in type of thing, but we would have music and such before any of the guests arrive. And that means that sometimes I'm getting to the venue so early that it's like, okay, now backwards, now forwards, you know, that kind of a thing, because you're there so early. But that's that's how I've I've also uh, handled that. Yeah, it's it's tough. You mentioned U-Haul. U-Haul was, and I have only had a couple of experiences with U-Haul, but we did have a blowout using a U-Haul trailer once. And it, it took a long time, but you call the U-Haul number and they send, they dispatch someone, they come out, they change the tire and they get you back going and such. While that is nice, if it takes three hours for that tire to get changed, you're still going to miss miss the show. So just something to be aware of. On the way home, that would be certainly you know possible, but on the way there, if there was a blowout, you'd, you'd have, have uh, problems. Well, my thought was just, you're talking about they would come out and change the tire tire in your trailer or one you rented. One you rented. Yep. If you okay. rent from U-Haul, they will take care of the tire and such and and get you back up and going. It's just how much time it takes to get there. Um, My thought was though just getting one of those vehicles to, to replace. Oh yeah, as a backup. As a backup would be. Would <laughs> if you be got certain. two two flat tires in a day from your own and then the one you rented, drive something else. Yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're definitely. Um, mentioned you mentioned trailer tires and. Most of the, most of the uh, trailer issues happen because of uh, of cracking that go right down basically the the treads of the tire. If you look at tires that have been outside in the sunshine, the sides the sidewalls will look great. Maybe there might be some ch weather checking there, but you will look down and you'll see that there's cracking in the in the grooves of the tires. That is generally why trailer tires blow because trailer tires should be between 50 and 80 pounds pressure depending upon the size or the type of trailer tire it is. So the best way to prevent this is to go to an RV shop and buy these wheel covers. There's the cloth wheel covers, and you put them on, and you little zip, uh, little Velcro around the back to hold it on, 
And what this does is basically it's a sunblock, uh, you know, protecting them from the sun. The sun is what kills tires. If you can keep them off the ground, ideally for storage, great. But just even if it's parked in your driveway or even in, you know, around the corner in the grass, whatever, just keeping the sun off those tires is going to make them last a lot longer. I have one trailer that had, uh, I did this and I have a second trailer that I didn't. And that second trailer, two years, the tires are the same age, the ones that are there two years later. And I need to replace the ones because they've been out. It was one of these that there really weren't fenders on that trailer. So it's mm. getting sunshine from morning to night in essence. And you can see, as I was looking the other day, it's like, you know, if I, and we only, we're only using that trailer to putts around here in the yard. So not a big deal. But if I were going to take that out on the highway, I'd have get new tires on it and, and such to really feel safe about it. So, yeah, but I do like the, uh, having the U-Haul, U-Haul number, if you can find someone locally like that, uh, or to have a friend who's got a truck and have them on call can I call you or probably two or three friends that have trucks that are outside of the DJ industry. So you know that they might be available. <laughs> might just have the night off. Yeah. Or the night off. Yeah. I know that never works well. So, okay. So the last uh, disaster, uh, I think we were going to talk about, Oh, that we have, we have one more there. I, uh, I thought we only got through three so far. We talked about overheating, uh, computer, car trouble, Emergency kit. We're at four. So now we're the the fifth, and then we've got our, our oh, bonus bonus, yeah, bonus one. So uh, talking about the lot the the power, and this has been kind of a big discussion or big for those of you who follow uh, Brian Red, uh, Howie, myself. We've been talking a lot about power inverters, and and situations where electricity goes out. And wouldn't you know, I don't have any of them here to even show that this is what we've been talking about. It happens. Um, electricity goes out at a venue, and I, some. Somebody, uh, this guy I saw uh, posted a picture, and he was he mentions about this little mixer that he had that uh, you know it was because he could save. The, uh, you that's remember nice. who that was, Dan? I don't remember. I, it may have been me. Oh, it could have been. It I have been doing this now. I've been I've been DJing for eighteen years. I have as far as weddings, I have never had a situation of a power failure come out. And you guys start talking about power inverters and all this other kind of stuff. And what did you know? We're during cocktail hour Saturday night in this in a nice venue, venue that you know in the middle of the city, and transformer outside blue, knocked out knocked out about three block radius. Half a block away, they had power across the street. They had power, but in our venue, we had nothing. Uh, yeah, it it was it was not fun. It was not fun. And, so and I'm immediately I'm sitting there going. First off, we didn't know if it was something local. We didn't know if something was in-house, but we knew the whole venue went out. So knowing what I know about how it's set up, I knew it wasn't just um, – I knew I figured it wasn't just them. I figured it was something outside, and, and it was. Um, so so you've got, you have to have a backup plan for power because what very easily could have happened for myself um, – because it was a transformer outside that was blown, it was going to be three to four hours was the window that, that the, the yeah. state utility company gave. Um, the, the wedding would have been over. Like, like if I said, you know what, I, I got nothing. That wedding, they would have eaten and they would have gone home and there would have been no dance. There would have been no introductions. The, I mean, there would have been, there would have been nothing. I mean, and, and, 
And some people are like, well, I've got a clause in my contract that says if, you know, if it's an act of God and they, you know, I still get paid. Yeah. Let's see you go to your bride and go, you know what? I did jack squat for your wedding other than set my equipment up because there was a power failure and you still owe me the full amount. Yeah. Whether that's legally true or not, I don't think it's leaving a good taste in anybody's mouth. I would agree. Yep. Um, and, and you could, and you know, and I, what was interesting was, um, I think it was Robin said, you know, it would be nice if these venues had generators. This venue had a generator. The problem was they hadn't tested it in a couple of years. Oh no. So, so when they, when the guy manager went out, he's like, all right, we're going to get it going. And it, and it's not something that was going to power the whole venue, but it would have given us a little bit, something to work with. Um, they couldn't get it going. So he immediately got on the phone with all of his friends and they got generators down and the food was already prepared, which is very nice. I mean, they, it, it could not really, if a power had to go out, it could not have happened at a better time. It really mm-hmm. couldn't have um, because all of their end was taken care of and, and everything. Um, so I, I feel it's important. You've almost got to have something ready to go, but I don't know at what point where that line is. Do, do I take my generator? Literally, do I take my generator to every event? All right. Because to me, it's added weight, it's added space, you know, it, it's fumes. I mean, it's gasoline that's you know swishing around in or whatever. But fortunately for me, I was I was five to ten minutes from my house. So we did introductions with a battery-powered podium system that they had that looked like it came from the 70s, and we got through it. And then I said, okay, I'm going to run home because we've got to have something in this podium is not going to cut it. Yep. So during dinner, I ran home real quick, got my generator, brought it back. But if I had been an hour away, I'm out. Sure, and, sure. and I don't think I, I like your battery system, but there's limits. No, oh, yeah, certainly there are. I mean, especially on, especially on a system that's not going to get me through a reception. It might give me my first dance. It might give me a couple of the special dances, but we're still ending the power or we're still ending the, the party, you know, two, three hours early. Yeah. Well, for some people, in my case, it wouldn't because I have 14 of the batteries in the bag. (laughs) Okay. So, so short of buying for my, yeah. And and charging them. I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, because then you also have to make sure they're charged, Yeah, you know, and, and making sure that you're carrying the full, you know, make sure they hold their charge when yeah. you're not using them for a week or whatever. So oh, for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of variables. But yeah, that's for this because of knowing the weather this past weekend, knowing that there was possibility of some some storms in the distance. And if we did lose power, I had all three of my little inverters there with the six amp hour batteries and nine amp hour batteries. So I figured in a worst case scenario, we were going to have sound and we were going to have some lighting in that situation. Um, before I started with those inverters though, because of, um, you know, we've kind of talked about this before. I, that's why I picked up that little Ryobi, um, propane, um, generator inverter, which is only what, 700 Watts or something. It's really low wattage, but it's a, it's enough wattage to run a sound system that could actually play at a dance level compared to these inverters, which can't push that much energy through them. And I, I was going to literally put that in the back of, put it in a tote, put it in the back of the truck and it's going to sit in the truck the whole summer. Well, so now after I've gone to these little 12 or these 18 volt inverters, it's like that becomes my, my uh, backup. And I could run for two plus hours, not at the same sound level, not running my subwoofers, but we could have a dance. 
And I use those Ryobi batteries for other things like the inflators and what have you. So they're, they're constantly being utilized around. So for, for me, it works, but for folks who don't have the, the Ryobi stuff, it's not a, uh, in that case, it's not a great idea. It was funny though, because I had actually contemplated, <laughs> I had actually contemplated, um, and, and I was even sitting there on Saturday before everything happened, thinking about, thinking about like the Bose S1 and um, a couple of these other ones and, and even your Ryobi, because the way this venue is set up, it's, it's, I really love it. It's, it's really cool in a lot of aspects, but their front room so it's three rooms. It's like the front room is where you first come into. It's like a bar, lounge type area. Middle is like where the dancing happens. And the back is the dining area. In the front room, they didn't have power for the longest time that you could easily plug into. So I wanted to have something up there. Um, and I'm like, you know what? If I had one of those, if I had one of those units, I could just, you know, because it's really just going to be for cocktail for all the long that's going to be. It might be a great idea just to pick something up like that. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was actually thinking, and then that night I'm like, oh man, if I had one of those, but then I'm like, unless I buy, you know, 14 of them, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting through, I'm not getting through the event, but here's the other downside. Some of your venues don't easily have an access to get outside, to run a cable outside because you can't run a generator with the fumes inside. Exactly. Yep. That's, that was a, a, a huge, a huge concern also. I mean, that, that's actually what we ended up having to do is we moved everything to the back room uh, because there was an outside door to that room where the middle one is is kind of in the middle of the building. There's nothing, there's no easy way to run some ports. Um, one of my local DJ friends, he saw my post from Saturday night, not the one I put in the insider group, but just my my general, you know, hey, this is the party going on type of, type of post and didn't really mention anything about the power failure because I, I like the venue and I don't want anything to come bad press because... It was something happened out of their control because how, how did you get, how did they allow you to do that in the back room? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, well, we didn't have power and we needed to run cables outside. And he was just like, wait a minute, you ran home to get a generator. Yeah. He, he, he was, it shocked him that somebody would do that. Right. But, yeah. Yep. Well, for a lot of, a lot of people would be like, Oh, sorry. And that's the end of it. I'll yeah. see ya. <sighs> okay, last one, uh, which would be our bonus one because we've kind of covered five, but the the last disaster is is the situation where a speaker dies. And our good friend Superfly mentioned uh, when I was up up in a uh, a post on my Facebook page. If you guys aren't following my Facebook page, sometimes there's questions, there's show links, uh, facebook.com slash John Young MN. You guys go out there, follow my page. Uh, but Superfly mentioned that uh, he was running his uh, his speakers all the way wide open on the on the gains on the speaker, and of course he ended up blowing blowing the speaker up because he was pushing pushing them beyond their the scope of what they could do. That that whole idea is that if you lose a speaker, what do you do? And as this you guys will see tomorrow in a video. I'll talk uh, talk about this in in tomorrow's succession of videos. Three videos dropping tomorrow. Uh, one is showing my my Saturday layout. The second one's talking about how I I threw two hundred fifty dollars away, and the third one's talking talking about taking a speaker apart. Put these things together, you kind of figure what happened. But you lose a speaker. You had this plan. I'm going to be having either a four speaker sound system, a three speaker, or a two speaker sound system for the wedding, and one of them isn't functioning. 
how do you handle that in your situation, Dan? What do you what do you do for that? Well, I, I'm unlucky in some ways because uh, a long time ago I decided to make sure I always had my ceremony system and my and my reception system um, with me. Whether I was doing a ceremony or not, it just comes along in the trailer. It doesn't take up any more space than nice. I would be using anyway. Um, so if I have something goes down, I just go out and grab what the whatever system i'm not using um if, if i'm doing a big event you know i've got my i've got my ekx's then now i'm bringing out my evolve to kind of fill that spot um or the flip mm -hmm. um so so i've always got those speakers with me um i don't have a matching third speaker that's where it gets kind of i guess a little unusual um i've also got a set of speakers that i have at home should I need to send one in for repair? Gotcha. So I do have I do have a third set that I actually at one point contemplated selling, and then was like, you know what? If I ever have to send something in or or take it someplace, now I'm out. So yeah, I better just hang on to these. Yeah, for sure. And those are those would be a really good quality backup uh, speaker for sure. Yeah, this is this is an area that I always went with that philosophy that well. You know, I've got two tops and two subs. Whether I was running the bows or or whatever I was running at the time when I was two powered tops and, you know, whether it's the EV where I'm doing the, uh, EKX, you know, the two tops, two subs. And it's always, you know, well, I could get, I could get by with one top and two subs if I had to, and I could get by with, if I lost a sub, I could get by with two tops and one sub. But this past week made me think a little bit more about this. And, and I think this is going to be one of these things that I'm going to get a, a small speaker and, you know, like a, a little eight inch powered speaker of some sort and have it in a nice padded bag in the back of the truck and just sitting there as a backup. And it, kind of similar to what you, you're doing with your, your ceremony is it's always there. I don't carry my ceremony sound system with me all the time because that is that is a separate little thing. And I, I guess I could, but I think the one I use for sound system isn't that, isn't that strong of a sound system or, or what have you. It's a little uh, stage pass. It does a nice job, but it's not, I could do better with a different cabinet. Let's put it that way. One of the, I, I will say this. One of the things that I would even, even encourage, I, I like your idea, don't get me wrong. One of the things I might encourage, I've run into a situation where I went in thinking I was going to use my Evolves. Okay. Got there, got a better feel, not just for, not just for the venue, but like as, as, you know, I'm getting there, but I start seeing the bridal party and I go, you know what? Hmm. I start seeing the, I start seeing some of the some of the guests or something like that. You know, as as in, not necessarily they're setting up, but like the the friends of the of the bridal party. You get what I'm saying? Like they're already there because they're the the boyfriend girlfriend whatever. And I go, you know what? It it might be it might be in my best interest to bring in my bring in the EKX and bring in the subs. Yeah, and now, a you know, more now I'm going to have more of a clubby type of bassy feel. Um, so as a result, that's when I started actually carrying both of them because I, I didn't want to get to the venue thinking I was because I wasn't doing the ceremony. I'm like, well, I don't really need it. Um, because if one speaker goes down, I still got the other set. I'll get through it. Like kind of what you were saying. But then I got thinking, you know what? I always want to make sure it's kind of that be prepared motto. How he often talks about our, our Boy Scout backgrounds from that. Uh, having that ready to go. I get that, you know, I get there and I go, you know what? I was going to do this, but ah, let, let's take a left turn. Let's go this way with it. Um, and, and just, it makes it nice because you have it right there available and it makes it nice if you have a failure that you need to like 
take care of immediately. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Backup gear. Gotta have it. Yeah. You know what? I think that's it. That's our five plus our 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 bonus to start with and our bonus at the end. So the moral of the story, don't go out fishing during a lightning storm. If you take nothing else away from this show, remember that. In in a metal boat. In a metal boat. Fiberglass, I think you're okay. Probably. Maybe no, you'll probably still die. Or How you'll get you live in the houseboats then. They might just straighten out the hair. People live in the ocean. They get struck all the time. Yeah, they probably do. That's probably why they're crotchety too. Maybe. Maybe. Excellent. Well, we had some good conversation going on here on the chat board. Thank you guys for for uh, chatting it up tonight. Uh, between a Facebook chat and and uh, the YouTube one, we had some good conversation going tonight. Unfortunately, it sounds like a lot of you have had issues in the past. So I feel bad that you've had, but in the same respect, I, I, I do feel like a lot. I know I was picking up some of the stuff that you were mentioning in the chat, just going, Oh, that's a good idea. I might mm -hmm. have to, I might have to add that to my, to my be prepared bags. Yeah, for um, sure. For those of you who are watching this on Facebook or you're watching it later, one of the cool things, not only is whatever topic we're talking about is usually the, the, this, this much of the show, but the chat room is where they really talk about the important things. I mean, we're just here to give them a reason to all come together and share knowledge because they're the smart ones. And we're just here because someone has to be on the screen and we drew the short straw. We did. We did once again. Anyway, take us home, Dan. Well, thank you very much again for tuning in for us tonight, uh, with us tonight and, and enjoying some time. A lot of great shows, of course, coming up this week. Uh, John mentioned, if nothing else, make sure you're checking out that three video set that he's going to be dropping tomorrow. Um, and if he doesn't, then you can yell at him because he promised it tonight that seven, it was going to happen. So you definitely... Seven, nine, and 11. East Coast, eight, eight, ten, and noon. East Coast time. Oh, wow. He's even got times They're for scheduled. It. They are ready to go. Nice. Awesome. So uh, tomorrow, you're going to make sure you check out those videos as well as the other great ones that are coming. Of course, him and Brian Redd are going to be doing the show tomorrow night, um, as, as well as many other ones. Stay on the email links, find out what's happening, and we will be back here next Monday. Have a great one.